You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. It's a good day. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to welcome you to our midweek service because I know, I know that the Holy Spirit has his agenda in changing our life by taking away every agenda of the devil that is going to cause delay so that our life will experience, experience speed without delay. Our marriages will experience speed without delay. So this evening, I'm going to be focusing totally on the youth because I have a very strong conviction within my spirit that there is something God wants to do in the life of the youth in our generation. You know, as the fathers of faith begins to live and depart, the man that has run the race, the man that has fought the good fight of faith and they have obtained the reward, as they begin to leave the planet Earth, there is a burden that the Spirit of God is placing in the heart of every youth. And if you're a youth listening to me, I want to encourage you, do not ignore the burden of the Holy Spirit because it is the whisper of the Spirit concerning your divine calling. So God is calling us into that divine alignment through burdens so that he can use us to affect the life of people and for the totality of his kingdom. Hallelujah. So this evening, I'm going to be talking about what I tie to agents of delay. Let us pray. Father, we thank you because we know your presence is here. Precious Holy Spirit, we ask, open our eyes, open our mind, open our ears so that we can understand and comprehend this word. Let everything that does not glorify Christ within us be taken away. Let Jesus be totally glorified. And let this word cause supernatural turnaround that will bring speed in the life of everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. And amen. All right, the book of Ezekiel chapter 12 and verse 21. The Bible says, and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, verse 22, Son of man, what is that proverb that ye have in the land of Israel, saying, The days are prolonged, and every vision filleth. The days are prolonged, and every vision filleth. When a circumstance, when situation becomes a proverb in a land, it automatically becomes a lifestyle. When the issue that is facing a man becomes his proverb, automatically it becomes his lifestyle. I have heard so many proverbs that many youths have proclaimed in their life about the issue of joblessness even after their youth service. I have heard so many issues about negative proverbs that youths have proclaimed about the issue of financial capacitation because there is no job in the nation. 
or you talk about the vision that fails because they don't have a sponsor in order to help them actualize the vision. And so the Bible says, what is that vision? What, I mean, what is that proverb that ye have in the land saying, the days are prolonged. It talks about delay. And it also says, and every vision fail it. It talks about denial. I tell you the truth, brethren, that delay can also lead to denial. When a man begins to build his house or begins to buy his first land at the age of 60, it's no longer a testimony. One of the things the devil does in the life of believer is to strengthen their delay so that when the principle or the testimony of God comes to pass, it's no longer enjoyable. But I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ, by reason of our spiritual communion, every delay shall come to an end. In the life of every youth, every delay will come to an end. Put your eyes on verse 23. The Bible then says, Tell them, therefore, thus said the Lord God, I will make this proverb to cease. Hallelujah. And there shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. They shall no more use it as a proverb in the overcomers' church. But say unto them, The days are at hand, and Every and the vision, I mean, and the effect of every vision will then take place. I decree upon our life by the name that by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ, every prolonged days that the enemy has placed in our life has come to an end. The days of your lifting is at hand, the days of your promotion is at hand, the days of your empowerment, your breakthrough is at hand in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible then says, the effect of every vision now will begin to take place. So if you have had a vision concerning your promotion, thus here the Lord is going to start taking place. If you have had a vision concerning your upliftment, thus here the Lord, it's going to take place by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ. Wherever you are, just make this confession with me. Say, oh God, my Father, by reason of your word, I decree the days that has been prolonged has come to an end. Every negative proverb in my life and in my ministry, as a youth, as a young person, is come to an end. In Jesus' name we pray. And amen. Put your eyes on verse 24. Very quickly, the Bible then says, it says, For there shall no more be vain vision, nor flattering definition. For there shall no more any vain vision or flattering definition within the house of Israel. And verse 25 says, For I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I speak shall come to pass. It shall be no more prolonged in the name of Jesus Christ. For in your days, O rebellious house, Will I say the word and will perform it? Say the Lord God. And that is what is going to be in our life. So God in his infinite mercy and his infinite wisdom speaks to the children and tells them that the vision which they have had will begin to come to pass. Their days will no longer be prolonged. And I want you to believe the word of God for what it is. But you see, in verse 25, the, the, the Bible used a subtle term and God described his people as rebellious. He said, oh, rebellious house, 
oh rebellious house, will I say the word and I will perform it. One of the greatest hindrances to the word of God coming to pass in our life is the spirit of rebellion. You can actually see that one thing that brings delay in the life of a believer is the spirit of rebellion. So I want you to understand that the greatest deceit and strategy of the devil to keep us in perpetual spot is the spirit of rebellion. And when a man begins to rebel, he goes into the way of self-destruction because the way of rebellion is the way of self-destruction. You can believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. But when you refuse to follow his precepts and his standard, it is known as rebellion. You know, we are, in a, we are in a generation where the youths are so, so, so attracted to information. We are living in an information age. So everything we try to do, we try to get so much information. So it brings question in the word of God. Did God really say that we should not steal? And if the answer is yes, why? Why am I broke if I shouldn't steal? Did God really say that we should not commit fornication? If he said so, why? Why am I so prone to this? And if we don't have the understanding as it is within us, maybe as it will suit us, then we reject it and go towards the way of rebellion. This is what has brought stagnation to so many youths. This is what has brought stagnation to the life of many. But my prayer is by reason of this word, that spirit will be eradicated from our lives. Let me read the scripture before we pray. The Bible said in the book of Isaiah, join me to the book of Isaiah chapter 30. And verse 1. Woe to the rebellious children, say the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me. So we can actually have counsel amongst ourselves or within our hearts. The Bible said, remember, in the book of Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 21, that there are many devices in the heart of a man. But you say, the counsel of the Lord shall stand. So it's possible that in the life of a believer, the counsel of the Lord is not standing. So it is in the life of a rebellious child that God simply begins to cry out that we take counsel, but the counsel is not of him. And then he says, and that covers with a covering, but not of my spirit. So there are covering that is not in alignment with the spirit of God. And then says that they may add sin to sin. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that when a man begins to live the way of rebellion, he begins to run out of mercy. His sins begins to add up. And that is why when a man is in rebellion, God cannot help him because you have stretched your hand away from the principle of God. And that is why I am going to pray with us today. You know, when the glory of God comes upon the life of a man, it comes to advance him. When the glory of God comes upon the life of a man, it comes to move him to his next level. But what rebellion does is that rebellion lifts up the glory of God. The Bible made us to understand that when Adam and Eve went wrongly or did what was wrong and ate the fruit that was forbidden, the glory of God lifted from their life. And that was what led to the fall of man. You don't only get stagnated, you don't only get delayed, but you get to fall. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Every spirit of rebellion is taken away from the life of the youth. Every spirit of rebellion is taken away from the life of the church. Wherever you are, just make this prayer after me. Just make this confession after me. Say, in the name of Jesus Christ, 
I lift up my heart to you, O God, and I ask that you search my heart and you try my ways. If there be any wicked ways, lead me to the path everlasting. O God, I decree today that the spirit of pride, the spirit of rebellion, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eye be taken away from my life. If you believe that prayer, say a believing amen. God is, going, God is actually doing mighty things in our life. And I want you to understand that as we continue pressing in prayers, our life will see advancements. I tell you the truth. At the end of our fasting and prayer, this life of ours will spell glory. Hallelujah. The second point is this. I want to give you a description very quickly. When you see something that sources another thing, that thing that was sourced will always get his sustenance from where it was sourced. For instance, when a, a, you look at this automobile, a vehicle, you see that the production of every part of a vehicle comes from the earth. For instance, the metal comes from iron ore, which comes from the rock, that is the earth. You talk about the glass, is a mixture of limestone, sand, and, um, and soda hash, which comes from the earth. You talk about things like the rubber, Rubber comes from what we call litex, which comes from a tree that grows from the earth. So everything that we use in putting an automobile together comes from the earth. Please listen to me. So if the earth sources these things, it takes the earth to sustain it. And that is why the energy that it will take for a car to move must come from the earth. Petrol comes from crude oil that is found in the earth. Why? That is where it will get its sustenance from. Engine oil that takes to keep the life of the car comes from the earth. And I want you to understand that as a human being, as a believer, your body comes from the earth. And that's why we eat fruits. That's why we eat vegetable that comes from the earth in order to receive sustenance. But man is not a body. Listen to that. Man is a spirit that has a soul and then lives in a body. The spirit of a man was not sourced from the earth. The Bible made us to understand, according to the scripture, that God had an interaction with the locusts. The locusts had an interaction with the spirit and the spirit had an interaction with the father. And this thing went on from Aeos. And this intense cononia brought out an ideology in the life of this tripartite being. According to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, God said, let us then make man in our image. That was the product of this intense cononia between these three beings, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And in verse 27, the result was, and God made man in his image and in his likeness. Where man came from was from intense intimacy with the spirit. Where man came from was from an intense koinonia. And if we must be sustained, we must plunge our life back to that realm of koinonia. We must plunge our life back to that realm of intimacy. And that's why the Bible made us to understand that when Jesus Christ was on earth, according to John chapter 3 and verse 13, he made a statement. He said, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. He was on earth and he proclaimed that he was in heaven. That was not a figurative statement. Hear me, it was not. It simply means that in a solitary time, Jesus Christ knew how to assess heaven from earth. 
when a man knows his prayer altar, he will always advance. That's why the devil will always use everything within his capacity to cause us to be prayerless. Why? The product of prayerlessness is delay. I will say it again. The product of prayerlessness is delay. We are living in a generation whereby every youth is distracted by the spirit of mammon. The money to make, the, 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 the clothes to wear, the house to live in, and the wife or the husband to marry. And we have forgotten our prayer altar. I speak to you by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ that the altar of prayer is coming back. I hear the voice of the spirit. God is inserting a into every youth, calling them back to the place of prayer, and you are one of them. And that burden will be actualized in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. So we must understand that our life is built on the altar because that is where we were sourced from. If we don't stay in the place of prayer, hear me, this is where we attain weakness. This is where we attain weariness. This is where people begin to faint because if a car does not stay close to its source, which is the petrol, this is where it begins to die out of petrol. Hallelujah. And that's why the Bible said in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40 and verse 28, I paraphrase, it said, have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God fainted not? He said, neither is he weary. He said, there is no searching to his understanding. And that's what the Bible makes us to understand about the capacity of God. Then it tells us that even the youths, will be weary and will faint. And the young men, they will utterly fall. It simply means that in the ranking of mortalities, the greatest of all mortals are the youths. But compared to the, to, the, to, to, the, to the invisible God, compared to God of heaven, he said they are like feeble. Until they understand how to master the technology of downloading God into their chamber, the moment that is actualized, the Bible then says, they that wait upon the Lord, my God, it says they shall be strong. It says they shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagle. They will run and they will not be weary. They will walk and they will not faint. Why will they run and not be weary and walk and not faint? Because the everlasting God fainted not, neither is he weary. I want you to understand that when you can download God into your chamber, what's supposed to weaken you will strengthen you. What's supposed to fall you will raise you. And I decree upon your life that there is an, there, there's an unusual power that is coming upon your life to lift you up. In the name of Jesus Christ. God is doing mighty things in our life. And I want you to understand that we can only be strong in our place of altar, in our place of prayer. And I decree upon you that your prayer altar is coming back. I decree upon you, your passion for prayer is coming back. Whatever the devil has placed in front of you in order to distract you from your fire life, I decree it is taken away by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ. Your glory is being seen. Your success is being seen. Your advancement is being seen. I decree upon you standing upon this exalted altar and I decree that your life will spell glory. Everything about your business will advance in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray. I feel very fired up in my spirit. I've come to the conclusion of this message but I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. 
And as we pray, I trust the God of heaven to take away everything that has delayed you. I trust the God of heaven. As a youth, you are going to rise up. As a youth, you are going to shine. But before we pray, I just want to give you an opportunity. You might have been hearing about this gospel. Yes, you might be a Christian, but you have not dedicated your life to the precepts of the Father. You might have been in church for five years, for ten years, or even your father might be a pastor like us, but you have not submitted your heart to the will of the Spirit, and you begin to struggle in so many things. You might be a pastor or you might be a church member, but you have a lot of struggles. I want us to, at this moment, say this prayer. If you believe it, I want you to say it from the depth of your heart. Say, oh God, my Father, I come to you today as your child with my whole heart. I say thank you for your love. Even in the times where I was unserious, I make a solemn vow to you that my heart is dedicated to you. My life is dedicated to you. I place my life on the altar and I ask, oh God, that you use me for your glory. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Help me to walk in your status. Help me to walk in your ways. And forever, give me grace to serve you. If you believe that prayer, I want you to say a tremendous amen. The power of delay has come to an end in your life. The devil that has rolled the stone in order to block you from coming out of the tomb, I decree by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ, that stone is rolled away. I want you to say after me, say, Oh God, my Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree the spirit of delay that has been sent to me in order to cause stagnation as a youth, as a young person, I lift up my voice and I command that delay is over. That delay is over. Lift up your voice and just go ahead and prophesy it upon your life. The delay in marriage is over. The delay in my academics is over. The delay in my finance is over. Oh God of heaven, I come against it. Open up your voice and pray, my friends. Lift up your voice and tear the garment of delay. In my life, I come against it. In my family, I come against it. Where people do not get married on time, I will break that record. Where people do not get job even at their 40s, I will get that job on time. My God and my Father, I decree right now, my life is moving forward. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are moving forward. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are expanding by the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. If you believe that prayer, I want you to say a loud Amen. Come on, say a better amen. I want to beseech you, precious youth, and I know even if you are not a youth and you're listening to me, God is doing mighty things in your life too. God has not forgotten the years of your labor. Stay tuned with God and he is going to cause total restoration. But I want to beseech every youth that is listening to the sound of my voice, give God your quality time. 
God has placed a burden in your heart, like I said. And if only you can give God that quality time, he will make your life a wonder. This struggle, you are struggling to become a known person. It's not by your mind. It's not by your power. Thus said the Lord, is by his spirit. God bless you. And I want you to know that we are overcomers. Don't forget that. And we have overcome, not by our might, not by our power, but by the Spirit of God. We have overcome principalities. We have overcome power. We have overcome rulers of darkness of this world. Truly, we have overcome by the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ and by the words of our testimony because Jesus Christ is the Lord. Have a wonderful day. We pray you have been blessed by the Word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.